The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tung. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. And I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And today I'm delighted to welcome a guest who is an expert in this grand awakening. Diana Cooper, welcome to the show. Hello, Peter. So one of the things I'm always interested in with people and large numbers of people awakening on their spiritual path uh, is to ask our guests, actually, how their spiritual awakening took place for them. Okay, well, mine started 25 years ago when I was in absolute despair, rock bottom, couldn't see a future, had no spiritual or psychic understanding, and yet, nevertheless, I threw myself into a chair and said, if there's anything out there, show me. And an angel came in, a being of light about six foot tall and golden, and held a hand out to me and took me out of my body, and we flew together, and we had a long journey, but the most important part for me was when we flew over a hall full of people covered in rainbow auras, and I looked down and said, am I in the audience? And the angel said, no, you're on the platform, you're to be a spiritual teacher. And he brought me back. I knew that my life had changed. I'd been shown my future, even though I knew nothing whatever about spirituality. I was very aware that I had to clean up my act and start seeking and searching. And, and that's just what I did. And I got out of my marriage. I trained to be a hypnotherapist and a healer. And I started to see clients. And I was aware of angels around, and but I worked mostly with spirit guides and intuition. And then 10 years after the first visit, I was lying in the bath asking for some guidance about the classes I ran, and an angelic golden voice said to me, we want you to teach people about angels. And I said, oh, no, thank you, no way. I don't know anything about angels, and people will think I'm nuts. And the voice said, and who's doing your work? Is it your ego or your higher self? Oh, it gave me a shock. I said, 
Point taken, I got out of the bath, wrapped a towel around me and sat on the bed. And three angels then stood in front of me and gave me all sorts of information about why the angels are flocking in now, about how everybody has a guardian angel, how we must prepare ourselves for the big shifts ahead. And I wrote it down, and then I started to teach about angels. So the information that you that you present, um, both in, in your uh, talks and seminars and in your books, is extremely specific and precise. So that information comes to you by the beings actually being present with you and, and you having a direct conversation? Um, I work with my spirit guide, Kimika, and also with the angels, particularly Metatron. And over the years since then, I've written, you probably know, 18 books. And um, I get as high information as I can. I'm very aware that if I keep my energy high, they can connect me to a purer note and bring in something purer. Because lots and lots of people are bringing in information. And sometimes it comes from a lower frequency. And so I try to do my best, and I always say to people, if it doesn't resonate with you, then it's not for you. But if it is, take it, use it, and uh, apply it to your life. And so your latest book, um, 2012 and Beyond, there, there's a whole section on the bookshelves now on the 2012, and as you say, there's a lot of people bringing information through. Um, That's right. I know from reading your books that the information you bring through is of the highest quality. So tell Thank us you. about the new book, 2012 and Beyond, and, and, and why it was important to write that book. Well, it had a very quick birth, really. My German publishers just emailed me and said, would you consider writing this book, but we want it very quickly. And I just felt this great burst of excitement and started to write it, and then said yes, and we agreed it all. But I asked my guides and the angels if they would give me everything I needed for the book. And they said, well, you can't write it like your other books where you've just sat down and got on with it. You've got to connect with the elementals as well and bring information through from them. So I thought, this is going to be a challenge. But it wasn't, because what it made me do was have time with my angels and also walk in the woods every day and connect with the elementals and listen to what they had to say. So tell but us, it is maybe, very uh, the elementals may be a term that some of our listeners aren't familiar with. So tell us a bit about the, the energy of the elementals and the difference, for example, between them and angels. Well, the angels are all seventh-dimensional, very fast-frequency beings, and the elementals are of the angelic kingdom, of the angelic realms, if you like, but they tend to be more fifth, fourth, or fourth-dimensional. And um, <laughs> my very first experience was literally walking in the woods, looking to see if there was an elemental in a tree, and one jumped down from the tree and spread out his arms, and this light came out, like something I've never seen before. It was just enormous, and it touched my heart, and the light came from his heart. And we walked together, and he talked to me about all sorts of things, because I said to him, well, what do you think about humans? And he looked at me very oddly and said, we're all one, but we're different. And when we reached the end of our walk and he had to go, I asked his name and he said it was Gobelino. He was a goblin. 
And I thought, oh, goblins have got a bad press. Have I been tricked? But I asked Kimika, and he said, oh, no. Goblins are fifth-dimensional elementals, and they have highly developed heart centers. So the elementals work with the trees, with the earth, with nature. And they work with the angels, and often with the unicorns as well, to try and keep everything in harmony and working together. So why was it important to include the elementals for this particular book? <laughs> in order to go high, as we know, you have to go deep. And then many people are working on their higher chakras, but they're not working on their earth star chakra below their feet. And it isn't until the earth star chakra is fully open that your stellar gateway can open, which is your connection to source. But what I didn't realize before was that you have your earth star below your feet, which is your own personal garden of Eden. This starts to work, open up when you connect to the earth, and that's when you connect with the elementals. And in your own personal garden of Eden, your earth star, are all the seeds of your potential. And that takes you deeper into the earth, into the hollow earth in the center of the planet. And that is the blueprint for the entire planet. And there it's seventh dimensional. And there there are representatives of every ancient culture, of all the animal tree kingdoms, of all beings of earth. And it's how the blueprint is of what we are to become at a seventh dimensional level. So I just want to pause for a moment. Oh, you just said Sorry? really significant, which is about bringing more uh, light and uh, a higher self into the physical form. So when we talk about ascension, for example, um, mm -hmm. what I'm hearing you say, in fact, is that we have to bring more of ourselves in rather than go out. Is that correct? Uh, yes, absolutely. As I understand it, ascension is about bringing the light of your monad or I am presence down into your physical body so that your cells take in more of that high quality light and they radiate light. Now that's why it's important to eat good food and drink pure water because then your cells can be more receptive to the higher light. So, in fact, what we're looking to do is to really make that strong connection to the earth below our feet and open the stellar gateway so this light can pour in and through us into the earth, uh, the earth star. Well, yes, and um, it, it, it's really deeply important because when you connect to the earth, you feel the love of Mother Earth. Not many people really feel that. They know that they've been invited to live here. They um, walk the earth, but they never feel that deep, deep loving connection. And when you make it, then your life has to be more stable, much happier, and you just feel totally belonging and one. It's a very, very different energy. Well, thank you for explaining that because... Uh the connection between the angels and elementals, I'm sure, is, is something that a lot of our listeners didn't understand. And my, my own experience is that it re it's really, really important to connect to that elemental energy. We're going to be talking about uh, 2012 and beyond with Diana Cooper after we take this first break. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at PeterTongue.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's pretty me. scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always me. wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. And today I have with me Diana Cooper who has just published her latest book, 2012 and Beyond. So now, Diana, I'm going to set you free to tell us all about 2012 and what it's all about. Okay, it's the end of a 26,000-year period, and that's an astrological period, but it's also the end of a 260,000-year cosmic era. And so it's extraordinarily important, and beings from all over the universes 
are watching with awe at what's happening on the planet now. Because as we know, 7 billion people have been given permission to incarnate, to experience the extraordinary opportunity for spiritual growth that's on offer. And before 2012, there is a cosmic moment at 11.11 on the 11th of November 2011. And 11.11 is a number that means that new is beginning at a higher level than before. And this was set in the collective consciousness even before Lemuria. And so on that day, there is the first moment when the portals of heaven open and much higher new energy is flooding the planet. And it's a time for celebration, for moving forward. Hopefully, those in the third dimension will move into the fourth and open their hearts and start peace movements. Those already there will move into the fifth and where they will start to bring equality to the whole world, eradicating hunger and unfairness. Those in the fifth will move into ascension, which I've already mentioned is the bringing down of the light of your monad into your physical body so you can be a beacon for everybody else because a lot of people are going to open up psychically at that time and they might be very shocked by being aware of angels, of souls that are around, of all sorts of things that they've never believed in before and they need help to be grounded and to balance their chakras. And then the big cosmic moment we've been waiting for is on the 21st of December 2012 at the magical 11.11 and that number all adds up to 33, it's 3.11 and that's the number of the Christ consciousness. Now I've started to explain the Christ consciousness because so many people tell me they don't really know what it means. They're stuck in Christianity and there is a huge energy of unconditional love, of golden white energy in the cosmos called the Christ light or the Christ consciousness. 2,000 years ago, a highly evolved master or son of God, both things are correct, came to earth, incarnated to bring down this energy into his body for three years to spread it to humanity. And it stayed here in pockets ever since. But now there's a huge move to bring it in for everybody to experience. And in 2012, there are 33, see the Christ consciousness number, portals, cosmic portals opening spread out throughout the planet. And these bring in the light of the 12 rays plus the divine feminine silver ray Lust the Christ ray. And when they open up, they're going to profoundly affect us all and open us up to a new, more loving energy. And this will make a difference to the planet. And as um, we all know, the Olympic Games are being held in London. And it was always going to be held in London because the human people, they argue where it should be held, the spiritual hierarchy knows that it had to be held at the Earth Star Chakra of the planet, which is London. And the aim is that during that summer, lots of people worldwide focus on the energy there to bring excitement and celebration to it. 
and light it up so that the Kundalini in the Earth Star Chakra of the planet can wake up. And when it wakes up at the cosmic moment, then it will ignite the other chakras of the planet and especially the stellar gateway, which is in the Arctic. And then when the stellar gateway opens, we can bring pure source light to flood over the planet. And again, everybody that's ready for this will take in the energy and it will shift them at a cellular level and help them to see things very differently from the current perspective. So you know, just interesting, interesting, just an interesting aside for a moment, and that is that the uh, Winter Olympics are about to start in Vancouver next week, and I was just reading about it a little bit, and the Olympic torch, which begins in Olympia in Greece, actually came yeah. to uh, Victoria, British Columbia, uh, via the Arctic, uh, over the oh, really? high Arctic, and then went <laughs> all across Canada and back again. So there's this sweep of energy happening right now, actually. Right, so it's bringing the source energy through from the Arctic, and then in Canada, it's picking up the Archangel Michael energy because his retreat is in Banff in Canada, and he's influencing the whole of Canada with his energy. And so it's taking that to spread it to the world because everybody that watches it on television or tunes into it or reads about it is going to be picking up that higher energy. And that's why it's there. And also, Canada has been covered in snow and ice, and it's been purified. It carries a higher energy. It has mountains that carry very high-frequency energy. And so it's been prepared for 2012 and beyond in advance. So are we going to see some of that uh, ice and snow disappear after 2012? We may well do. Certainly in places like Russia, where there's ice and snow, there's going to be quite a lot of flooding. Um, I think that the energy in Canada is higher because the people are protected by Archangel Michael. So I think that there will be dissolving snow, but it won't affect people adversely like it does in some other places. So, so part of the 2012 uh, is still going to be some potential uh, earth changes and earth shifts as a result of these energies? Well, sure. Between 2017 and 2022, there is a five-year cosmic cleanse to take place. And Spirit has said that every dark place on the planet will be cleansed. And so there will be the forces of nature cleansing those places. However, it's very interesting. We've just been given the example of Haiti. And what's happening is that the higher energies are coming in, the angels are passing high-frequency pulses of energy down the ley lines. And where there's a blockage, then there is a problem on the surface, such as a cleansing on the surface. Now, Haiti has had generations of voodoo and fear of voodoo, and this has blocked the ley line at that point, and that was what was being cleared. Now, if enough people had sent in cleansing healing energy, had brought the gold ray of Christ into that place, 
or had brought the energy through their 12 chakras and through the ley lines there, then the earthquake wouldn't have needed to have taken place. And so all I'm saying is that there will be cleansing in all the dark places, but if we as humans take responsibility and start sending light to those places and also start to bring the light through us so that wherever we go we leave golden footsteps that go deep into the earth, then it will mitigate what needs to happen. So in fact, by coming together in, in a, a deliberate and intense intention of clearing the energies and clearing the ley lines, then we can actually prevent the need for these disasters to take place. Totally. The more we do, the easier the transition will be. I'm also interested to hear you say that, that there's going to be shifts to higher dimensions and there are already people on the planet at different levels of development. And so those developments, each, each person is, has the opportunity at least to shift to a higher level of awareness, higher level of dimension. Are we going to continue to live amongst each other in the future? You know, there are still seventh dimensional beings living amongst us that we can't see because they're beyond our range. Of, of vision. And so, yes, there will be people living on all sorts of different dimensions. But again, as the planet rises in frequency, there will be many who are stuck with their old dogmas and their old ideas who do not want to stay and continue on this third dimensional planet. They would rather move, well, because it'll move to a fifth dimensional planet, they would rather continue their spiritual journey on another third dimensional planet. So some people will make that choice, choice not to make the shift up to a higher vibration. Who wouldn't make it? Anyone who was stuck. Right, so those people will still choose to, to live in this, uh, this realm. So one of the questions... Some will I, stay I, I here, wanted... but a lot of them will choose to move on because it will be uncomfortable. Right. So I, I wanted to ask you next then, what, what is it important for us to do now in preparation for 2011 and 2012? Well, there are several things. One is, of course, our own spiritual growth, which will make a huge difference to everybody on the planet, but especially to ourselves. And the other is to connect with the earth and start living in a sustainable way. Because when the oil runs out, we won't be able to travel as we have been doing. We won't be able to bring goods from New Zealand to Canada. People will be living locally. They'll be living on their own produce. And we really have to learn again how to look after ourselves in that way. We also have to learn how to live as communities. And I'm going to put you off there for a moment as we go to our second okay. break. We'll continue our discussion after this break with Diana Cooper. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. 
Like what? I don't know. Desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! try it. Uh, uh, <laughs> See, there you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Spiritual Workout with host Stephen Morrison helps you go beyond the books, CDs, and the workshops you've gone to to learn spirituality. Stephen will passionately help you see which of 15 universally spiritual concepts apply to your circumstance and how. Now there's a way to help you live it every single day. Work out every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Spiritual Workout with your host, Stephen Morrison, on 7th Wave Network. A practical path to a happier, more peaceful, and richer life experience. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness, which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. And today I have with me Diana Cooper talking about 2012 and beyond. And before the break, Diana, you were just talking about living more locally and sustainably within our own communities, growing our own food and so on. Just expand a bit further on that, if you will. Yes, I think this is very important. One of the things that is happening is that the planet is rising in frequency, but the financial institutes and the banks and the big dinosaur businesses, they're not rising with it. And so anything that isn't keeping up to the frequency of the planet has to go under. And um, they need to start moving into honesty, honor, integrity, fairness, and all those higher qualities in order to match the frequency of the planet, or else they will collapse. 
But what's happened with the economics is that they all collapsed. They were on a rotten log. They knew it. And then they were all saved, and they climbed back onto the same rotten log again. But they haven't done anything about the frequency rise, and so it has to collapse again. And it's the same with people who are being made redundant. Well, actually, it's very slightly different, because what's happening is if you're losing your job or you're being made redundant or your business is going under, your soul is saying, now it's time to find something that gives you soul satisfaction, that matches the frequency of your soul. Don't do something that just brings in the money, because that's what we've been doing for hundreds of years. And so people are then getting a big wake-up call to raise their spiritual frequency And when they get their spiritual frequency right, by the law of attraction, the job that is in line with their soul will come to them. Now, this is a very harsh lesson. People are getting desperate. They don't fully understand it. But it is a call to spiritual growth, to take the opportunity of what's happening now on the planet. And it's affecting people worldwide. And it will continue to do so until people raise their frequency to attract in something that they really want to do that makes them feel full of joy and light and delight. And um, this is how the planet is doing it now. We can't get away with the old way of doing things any longer. But as the big companies decline, as the supermarkets collapse, because they can't bring in goods from far away, because they can't afford it because of the oil crisis, then we'll find that we have to move into smaller, sustainable, and supportive, cooperative communities. And that will be something that starts to happen automatically. And this will be fifth-dimensional communities where people start to work for the highest good of everybody within the communities. And it will be a huge shift in attitude and energy, all helped by the cosmic portals and all the other energies coming in. People will no longer be traveling miles by car. They'll have to find a more sustainable way of doing it. And this means that all the inventions that there have been for the many years about eco-traveling will start to come forward and be looked at. And by 2022 there will be much more fair trade on the planet. People will be looking after the poorer countries. Everything will start to be much more equitable. And this is in preparation for the next step, which is 2032, when we fully move into the new golden age. And at that point, money will cease to have any meaning because people will be living within their communities, They will be living in the right place, directed by Metatron to where they're meant to be, and then they won't have any need for money. But they will be happier than they've ever been because they will have soul satisfaction. It'll be something different from anything we can conceive of now because we'll have spiritual technology developed. At the moment, we have literally no concept of what is available almost like a hundred years ago, if you talked about the concept of a computer, 
and everyone having a computer in their house, we'd have looked at them open-mouthed and say, well, that's impossible. And what's going to happen in another 22 years will seem as impossible to us. But it'll be a beautiful way of living, and that's when the new golden cities arise, like Phoenix from the ashes of the old places. And they're called golden cities because the energy is golden. And that means that people are acting with wisdom and love and compassion and understanding and sharing. And people will be much more creative. And if you're in a city where everybody's sharing and everybody is honest, you have places where people can gather to play music. And musical instruments are freely available because who would steal it? Because your energy is at a much higher frequency. Or you go to a sports hall and again, everything is really available and people share and they make music together or they play games together and they have fun and lightness. So, Dinah, one of the uh, areas of great interest for me is the children and their yeah. education, which is also an old paradigm situation right now. What, what, what can you tell us yeah. about the future education of our children? Well, at the moment, we're cramming children with information we think they ought to have, whether it's suitable or not, whether it's right for them or not. And it's all left-brain stuff. And by the time we've moved forward, we will be starting to give the children what they need and they want, not what we want them to have. Be like in the times of Golden Atlantis, when the children were went to a place that was loving and nurturing, where music was played that was exactly right to help them relax because it was recognized that they can't absorb information unless they're relaxed. They, the classes are painted to the colors that vibrate with their age group. And more and more will be done outside in nature to tune into the animals, to tune into the birds, the trees, and understand what it's all about rather than learning stuff. And children will start to be happier. <laughs> and what about the children themselves? What, what, what uh, guidance have you had around the actual nature of the children coming in? Well, of course, the children coming in now are much, much higher frequency than they have been because they're leading us forward. By 2032, where it'll have 17% of children with their um, 12 strands of DNA fully open and all their gifts available to them. And this number can increase if there are enough parents of a suitable frequency to birth them. And these children will be able to, um, they'll all be clairvoyant, they'll have telepathy, they'll be able to levitate. All their ancient gifts that were encoded in all of us, but we've shut off will be available and they will take the planet much higher because they'll be connected to the angels and the unicorns and the beings from other planets that are helping us. So and they'll I actually think, be uh, leaders in, in opening us all up to a higher frequency. Absolutely. Oh, completely. As they are already, they're starting to really rebel against what we're doing to them. So many of them are just don't know how to handle the energies on the planet and they're being completely disruptive and behaving in an awful way which is their cry for help because 
we're not listening. We're not giving them what they need. We've taken away their sports fields. We've taken away their opportunities for expression. And we've sticked them in rows in a classroom. And this isn't right for any child. There's not many children that can just cope with that and shut themselves down. It's not what it's about. You know, I have a very sensitive granddaughter, and she's very ungrounded. And I have orb cards, and I've recently started to put her, her photograph on a card of Archangel Sandelson to ground her, one of his orbs, and an orb of Jophiel, who's in charge of the crown chakra, because a lot of these children, their crown chakras aren't aligned, and all their high-frequency energy just goes all over the place, and they don't have access to their wisdom coming straight into them. And she, I, I find it's made a remarkable difference putting her on those two orbs, because she feels much more settled on Earth since I've done that, and uh, able to connect more clearly. And there's a lot of energy work that can be done on behalf of, of these children. As you say, they, they are not necessarily fully grounded in the earth plane. Uh, actually, my guest next week, Gabor mm. Mate, has written a book called Scattered Minds, which is very much uh, where, where these children are not fully grounded and, and scattered uh, out into the ethers, into different dimensions. And Absolutely. Are not really fully here. Mm. Yeah, well, my, my beam and goal is always mm. is to create the new educational systems for these children and very much in line with what you've just been uh, saying. Mm. So we're looking forward to that in the near future. It will come in. I'm sure it'll come in sooner than later because people are listening to them now. Absolutely. And the unicorns are very, very good at helping autistic children and sensitive children to bring their soul energy back into their bodies because many autistic children just can't cope with the frequency around them and so they withdraw part of their soul. And if they can be helped by the unicorns to bring it back, that's a really good thing to do to help them. Well, Diana, we're just coming up to our final break, and after this break, we will uh, talk about the unicorns and the light orbs. This is your host for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation, Peter Tung. to the threshold of a dream and beyond. 7th Wave Network. Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. 
years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. And I have with me today Diana Cooper. And, and Diana, I really wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about the phenomenon of light orbs. Many, many people have seen these orbs on digital camera photographs and uh, want to know what they are and why they're here. Can you tell us all about it? Yes, indeed. I've written two books on orbs, and um, one's Enlightenment Through Orbs and the other's Ascension Through Orbs. And they are most extraordinary. Some time ago, the angels said that they had wanted to give us physical proof of their presence. And what they decided to do was to impress certain scientists who were working with digital cameras to create them at a frequency that the angels could bring their energy down to. And then when the person taking the photograph raises their frequency or even thinks about that particular angel or archangel, then they can impress themselves, their light body, onto the camera. And so people can take extraordinary and amazing orbs of angels and archangels and all sorts of beings of light. And the thing is that each one carries a message or information 
or a frequency that is for you. And once it's been captured on film and printed out, you still can receive the energy and the invitation from them. So really, orbs are portals to the angelic kingdoms. And what is I the best way when you're looking at the photograph of the orb? What is the best way to tune in? It's to soften your eyes, open your heart, that's really important, and just let the energy of the orb come into you without thinking about it. Just let it happen. Now, on my website, dianacooper.com, I've got dozens and dozens and dozens of orbs up with explanations of what they are and what they do for you. In other words, the energy that you receive when you look at them. And I think it's really important. It's a fast track to ascension and enlightenment. And we have some fabulous unicorn orbs in the book. And the unicorns have now said that if you look at one of their orbs with your heart open, they will come to you and they'll start removing your veils of illusion. And once they've removed one, they will stay with you until all your veils of illusion across your third eye are released and you can then reach full enlightenment in this lifetime. Now, I explain it all in 2012 and beyond, and I've also done a YouTube um, which has got the orbs and it's got the sounds that open your heart and it shows you the colors of the veils of illusion opening up and you receive energy to help you dissolve each of those veils across your third eye. And I think that's quite important. Well, I actually have looked at both the, the orbs on your website, and you, you definitely feel the shift in energy in yourself just by viewing them and experiencing them, and, and obviously your explanation. And also that YouTube with the uh, removal of the veils of illusion, working with the unicorns, again, is very powerful, very clear, and those sacred tones mm -hmm. being sounded. So the combination of, of, of looking at the orbs and working with the unicorn veils of illusion is a very powerful way for us to... Uh, transform and, and be enlightened? I think it is. I asked the angels if it was working, and they said, oh, yes, it's very subtle, and people won't always realize it, but it's doing something to everybody every time they watch. And so I thought, okay, you can't do better than that. It is doing its work behind the scenes. And so I, I do think it's really important, because if people know that they can reach enlightenment in this lifetime... Ah, amazing. And it just changes your whole perception on everything. Each time one is dissolved, you see things differently. It really is a wonderful opportunity. It's also good to welcome the unicorns in um, before we go to sleep at night, isn't it? Well, one of the things that they do, and this I do at night, is ask the unicorns to align and cleanse all your 12 spiritual chakras while you're asleep, and then ask the angels to sing the perfect notes over you to keep your chakras in tune and in harmony. It's a very simple thing to do. All you have to do is ask and know that they're going to be doing that. And there's another simple thing that you can do, and that is ask Archangel Sandelson, who's in charge of the Earth Star Chakra, to place a fifth dimensional bubble over you. And again, it helps to hold your energy in the fifth dimension all day. 
if you're not ready for it, you'll start to feel bad-tempered and cross. But if you are ready for it, it will help you. Fantastic. Diana, we're actually amazingly running out of time and coming to the end of the show, but I do want to give you the opportunity to mention the website again, and you've got a new book coming up in the near future, I understand. Yes. The website's dianacooper.com, and there's masses and masses of information on there and things that you can do that, that will help your spiritual path. And I'm writing a new book at the moment. It's called Keys to the Universe. And it is about the ancient wisdom coming back and the sound keys that connect us to all the different aspects of the universe to, so that we can key into what the universe is really about. And 2012 and Beyond is, uh, is now readily available across the planet in, in bookstores. And if you're going to read yeah. a book about 2012, I advise you to choose this one. It's a, it's a wonderful book with lots of... Great information, and as you've heard today, Diana has a very clear understanding of what's taking place. And what's more important, perhaps, is the energy flowing. I can feel that actually flowing through us as we, we had this show today. So, Diana, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this show, and it's, it's one that's going to be worth uh, listening to uh, over and over again because you're picking up these vibrations and frequencies of energy while... The conversation is taking place. The angels, the unicorns, the orbs are all working with us. It's beautiful. So next week, my guest is Dr. Gabor Mate, who will be talking about addiction and spirituality. Dr. Mate has written several books uh, to assist people with ADD and ADHD and the tendencies that we all have to be addicted to something and the ways in which we can uh, help ourselves recover from those addictions and one of those ways, of course, is to go inside ourselves and reflect. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation, wishing you a wonderful week. found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.